Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another week. It is episode number 108, and uh, we have a, a great one lined up for you. There is actually a lot of sports to talk about today, probably the most sports we've talked about all summer. So if you've been looking for that, if, you, if we haven't scratched that itch for you, today is the day for you. And if you have not been looking for that at all, all summer long, well, we're sorry. But uh, I'm Justin Morrison, and with me once again, as always, is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen. And yes, if you are itchy, then I will scratch you. I think people like it when we talk about sports as long as we're not like serious about them. Yes. And it's so, and there's a lot of unserious sports to uh, address today, I feel like, because of course, uh, we're in the full swing of tennis season. I don't want to spoil it too much because I do feel like uh, we have some things to do before we get to all that we sports do, yeah. talk. Uh, but, you know, uh, some official tennis players of Real Good Show who have maybe popped in and out over the course of the last several months are going to get the spotlight that they so richly deserve here today. Yeah. Speaking of rich, me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm poor. Um, but school's about to start. So yeah. I feel like my money situation is going to improve. Soon. You will be back I, in the money very soon. I'll be, well, yeah, back in that I just, back I just in that opened a, uh, I opened an American bank account. Whoa, hell yeah. What with, bank? Uh, what bank? Well, okay, so I'm going to say the name and you're going to be like what's wrong with you? But hear me out. Okay. I opened it with well, with Wells Fargo. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. And like you know like they're in the news for all those scandals. Yeah. Yeah. So my thinking is it's like when a plane crashes you should buy tickets on that airline. Like it's safest to fly on that airline because they're not going to crash again. Because lightning never strikes the same spot right. twice. Yeah. Right. So in this one, I feel like they're going to be like on their best behavior. I see. And so, like, so you're banking at Wells Fargo. So what, what branch? Well, do you want to say, uh, I can get my account number. What's your transit number? number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So what, so no, I mean, sorry, I, what was that branch? I think, uh, I'm not gonna say. I, I I almost did. I actually almost did say. And I'm not. I'm not. Well, gonna I don't say want the branch it, location, just the branch number. If you could, do you know the number of the branch? Yeah, I, I do have it right here. Okay. Um, yeah, could you just? Is it a three-digit number? Should I read it on the show? Yeah, I think you should. I mean, that seems like a bad idea, but I don't oh. see what could possibly happen. It's not like you're revealing your entire account number. Well, I'll read my social security number first. Okay. Just to get that well, that's a way. good start. Well, you, you, did yeah. they they gave you a social security number? I guess because you're working there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh I'm legal. Well, I know that. Yeah. Well, okay. Just All for right. a year. Yeah, but you, I this, you still get the number. Do you have to turn the number back in when you're when you're done? Like, no, I think when they, uh, I just apply for the visa again. When ICE I, like I, comes to force you out of the country. Is it like a phone number sort of situation where someone else gets your number afterwards? <laughs> no, I don't, no, I don't think it's like that. <laughs> I mean, that'd be pretty amazing. 
There's like a SIM card thing yeah. situation. Yeah, exactly. Like, have they ever done that on mo- like on movies? You know how it's it, they like they always have trick phone numbers that start with like five five five. Like, is there a social security number trick that they play in the movies? Uh, what, would, do, I don't know. Do the last time I saw a film where <laughs> someone revealed their social, social <laughs> insurance number, that should be a movie, a, a documentary. <laughs> Where people just reveal their social uh, security numbers. It's about fraud. Yeah, and, exactly. And the people just make themselves yeah. the perfect targets yeah. for identity fraud. So I was laundering money through my <laughs> bank account. Branch number 031. <laughs> the guy's like, I don't know how people keep stealing my identity. Anyways, my address is. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so I, I was thinking like they, they just commit. They just got caught for like committing like fraud or opening all those like fake checking accounts. So like. They won't do it again for like a little while. Yeah, what's the deal with I mean, that? At least you would hope so. Anyway, like what happens? Well, they won't if get I, caught. What happens Maybe. if I Google Wells Fargo? Like, what's going to come? What's, up there? what's the end game of that scheme? What's the perk of opening like a, a million fake accounts? Well, they were opening oh, them so, in, uh, in customers' names, I think. So, Stefan, they they three days ago they had another scandal. Yeah, that's the one I was talking oh, about. Okay. I mean, I knew they had the big one before, but right, okay. They they just came out with new news, and I was like, well. Yeah, it's I'm a gonna, yeah fake. I'm fake roll, the, roll the dice. They made fake accounts. Yeah. Um, Do you know why? Uh, that's what I'm just trying to find out here. It says Wells Fargo shares took a hit from the announcement, follow, falling 0.8 percent by mid Thursday afternoon. It's been a terrible year for the third largest U.S. bank by assets, marked by a big reputational hit that has sent its shares down about 7.6 percent year to date. Was it just like stock inflation to make it seem like they had more customers than well, they did? Yeah, me. I don't know. It doesn't really say in this article. It just all it says is that uh, that they just that it happened. Three. I'm uh I'm like beginning to regret banking with these guys. <laughs> oh, I mean I would I would hope so. I feel yeah. like we've done uh, less there's research. A wi- there's right a wiki. There's you a already have. There's a Wikipedia on it. Uh oh, oh that's good. Oh, that's there's an art. There's a Wikipedia entry on this specific scandal. Yeah, Wells Fargo like account. Three days ago. Yeah, Wells Fargo oh account fraud scandal is an ongoing controversy brought about by the creation... Oh, it's ongoing. Okay. Yeah, 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 it's still happening. Well, it was three days ago. They haven't solved it. Uh, it was brought, done three days ago. Brought about by the creation of millions of fraudulent savings and checking accounts on behalf of Wells Fargo clients without their consent. <laughs> so it's not that they were just creating imaginary people and oh. accounts. They're going to create an account in your name. Well, now, the issue I have with that is that I am a Wells Fargo client now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's you. So you you could have a problem. Yeah, it says Wells Fargo clients began to notice the fraud after being charged unanticipated fees and receiving unexpected credit or debit cards or lines of credit. Well, no, you know what my plan is now is uh, if I get charged anything, I'm just going to be like, this is you guys fucking with me. I'm going to go to the, the authorities and then they'll just waive the fee. I mean, yeah, that's possible. Genius. It says that initial reports blamed individual Wells Fargo branch workers and managers for the problem, as well as sales incentives associated with selling multiple solutions or financial products. This blame was later shifted to a top-down pressure from higher-level management. Yeah, I don't think you can lay that blame on, like... The, the lowest of the low people on the totem pole when there's 3.5 million accounts created from now, right? now, John, are you telling me that someone in sales would lie to me? <laughs> I mean, I'm just reading the Wikipedia entry. I'm and, not, and I'm not, not telling just someone in anything. sales, but, but someone working in the finance industry. I mean... Is, uh, like, are you, can you just break this to me nicely? I mean, I'm sitting down, but this is a lot to take in right now. 
I'm, you know what? I'm just going to keep my money uh, next to the box of Kleenexes I keep under my bed. Yeah, no, just stash it sick. under the mattress. Yeah, the Kleenexes are for when I'm sick. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, because yeah, you, jar- you jack off into the toilet. You don't, yeah. You don't need tissues for that. I haven't, uh, haven't changed my game or anything. No, I mean, the Kleenex... I, like, so in terms of, like, evolution, I've gone from um, just when I was, like, 12, just, like, myself. Okay. And then to, like, socks. And then to the toilet. And I'm back on uh, on the Kleenex game. I'm not back on it. I'm, in the, I'm into the Kleenex game now. Why? Um, I don't know. I, well, I think just because, like... Um, Shared toilet with Rob and he's not cool with it? No, Rob has his own bathroom attached to his bedroom. And uh. mine is, like next to my bedroom so i have to like get up i guess that is why um but also my bed is really comfortable so i see and then i'll just leave the um crumpled up balls there and and deal with them in the morning right right by crumpled yeah. up balls you mean testicles after you i know dra- those aren't very those are yeah, once after you drain them they, they crumple up that's not how balls work well have you guys of. ever had it where one ball will like kind of pop back up inside of you <laughs> Well, not inside of me, but yeah, your balls it's hang ascending. at different. Your balls hang at different heights. Yeah, but where it like actually kind of pops up, you have to squeeze it back down. <laughs> no, I haven't had that happen. Okay, well, me neither. I'm just. I don't think. Asking you I don't guys. think that's normal. Um, I mean, yeah, it's not, and I don't. What? The, let's talk about sports. Okay. All right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Do, well, yeah. do we have? Okay. Do we have to do an ad? We do actually. Right, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it now. Yeah. Speaking of uh, of people who you can trust with your money, who will never defraud you, no, and always guarantee that you're getting exactly what you pay for. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, maybe we shouldn't say that. <laughs> no, I think that's true. Well, I, I mean, I think it's true, but I don't know if I really want to be responsible. If if anything ever happened, our listeners might be like, "Hey, remember that episode where you said that they would never do this?" But I feel like we've referenced in the past that. Uh, you know, those other guys who shall not be named. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're not allowed to say their name in the ads. Yeah, now, but they got outed by, uh, of course, everyone's favorite actor, Miles Teller, as being fraudulent. He bought a ticket off of there. Oh, that's right. That did not uh, work out. It was a fake ticket. That's right. And Miles he, Teller And he put like them that. on blast. He did. He was tellering it like it is. Oh, Christ. And, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about that with our friends over at SeatGeek because, of course... Boys, we're into September now. Sports season is basically upon us again. I mean, te- technically, baseball season was happening all summer long. That's but right. Who really cares? But like about the, that? Good, the good sports season. Exactly, the good sports that we all know and love. Baseball is getting to the only time when it's exciting, and all the other good sports are starting up. Yes, because yeah. baseball is about to have stakes, which ordinarily it does not have. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's like when your favorite vegetarian restaurant decides that they're not making enough money and they want to go meat. Sure. They have steaks y- now. Yes. Mm. I, and I thought tellering <laughs> it like it is was bad. No, that was yeah. Do, do I have to say a, do I have to say a bad joke now? Or no, that right was here? a great joke. Yeah, <laughs> okay. top notch. Right. I'm a professional comedian <laughs> and and an elite athlete. Just ask Todd Berry. That's true. Yeah, and maybe I'll slap that clip onto the yeah, end of this episode. Now so we're stick talking. around for that. 
But in the meantime, buying tickets to sports and concerts can be a complicated process, of course, but there is a better, simpler way to buy, and that is with SeatGeek, because SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. We all have the SeatGeek app on our phone, and it's by far the easiest way we've found to shop for tickets. You can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, you can instantly find the seats that you are looking for. In fact, I was looking at it just the other day to try and find tickets to uh, Nathan Fielder in Vancouver, yeah, which will man, be I like Nathan Fielder. later to tonight. If you're listening to this on Monday, John and I will both be there. Uh, thanks I so won't, much. but he, he does live in uh, in my city. That's so true. Maybe so maybe you'll bump live, into him. Does he live close to your branch? What's, what branch uh, is that again? Look, you're not going to fool me, okay? I know you're, you're going to try this entire episode, and I'm going to probably slip up right at the end, but... Okay. Let's hold off. SeatGeek won't me. fool you either because they are giving you the straight goods every single time. They make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. They save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And they get you the most bang for your buck. SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase, like I said, is fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deal on every type of ticket from sports and concerts to comedy and theater and best of all our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase just download the SeatGeek app today and enter promo code REALGOOD once again that's promo code REALGOOD for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase yeah Justin blocked me over that song was it that song? yeah is that the new one? Yeah, that's the new one. Oh. Yeah, you blocked me because I didn't agree with your take. Well, you know what? Real real Richard I've, Spencer no, we, of we, you. We, we mended fences. Yeah. I wanted to come to the show today and, and say that this is, there was the grand unblocking. We finally patched it up. But uh, you know what? Well, all that happened was I said that, I di- that the new Taylor Swift song was good, and you said it was fine, and then you blocked me. I said it was bad. <laughs> I said it was bad. Yeah, you said it was fine. And then you said, re- no, I said 1989 was fine. 1989 was great. Uh, you, I said it was bad. You said, please rethink this. Yeah, I did say, please I said, congrats, this. you're blocked. Yeah. And then so you, you said, me. oh, you keep saying this as if this is some sort of threat. That's as true. if I'm really going to care not, if I you don't block care. me. I don't care. But clearly you do care. Well, no, I, I don't. didn't bring it up. Well, I, I didn't bring it up. Last week. I didn't bring it up either. Last week you were like, man. This isn't how friends treat each other. They don't block each other on Twitter. Well, it is a little weird. I feel like you do care. Especially because you're blocking me over a Taylor Swift song. I feel like you I, do care, though. I'm feeling kind of left out over here. Yeah. I'll block That's you. That's okay. Well, no, Stefan, no, 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 I, I mean, I, I can block you guys if you want. No, I would never want to miss out on your wonderful tweets, of course. Oh, thank you. Like, I don't care either way. Like the tarot you like card my tweets, John. I never said your tweet. I never said I didn't like them. Just, okay. Well, I'm going to block you for that. So. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I just feel like uh, just because someone uh, sort of disagrees with your take and then you block them, it just feels like a very alt-right move. Yeah. No, the yeah, alt right. No, because the alt right's all about uh, freedom of speech, uh, so they wouldn't block you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. I That's they they're all about like quote tweeting and putting on blast for their legion of followers to uh, right. So you said so like when you quote tweeted my Taylor Swift thing and said congrats, you're blocked. I didn't quote tweet you. I don't know. 
Stefan can technically quote-tweeted my I'm... mustard thing, which goes I with did. his alt-right haircut as well. That's yeah. true. Stefan is more. Stefan looks like an alt-right member. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, and I share like most of the beliefs. He too, looks like so. a proud boy. Like mm-hmm. if you just picture yeah. Stefan in a polo. Yeah, and I again, I like I like uh, the cut of their jib. I've tried so. not to mention it as well, but he's always got like seven different enamel pins of like Pepe the Frog all oh, over. Yeah. Whatever yeah. coat he happens to be wearing right. at any given time. Yeah, he's a real, he's a real. Pepe. That's true. Yeah, I will say I'm, I'm feeling very uh, California right now because I'm eating uh, a bag of wonderful pistachios, which are way cheaper down here, mm-hmm. and then I'm drinking uh, some Pacifico beer, and there's a huge raging wildfire uh, relatively close to my apartment. So, Can you sorry, was it? it close to the bran- to that branch? No, okay. I just want to see where the wildfire is. Got me. Can you, you give me, got me. Can you give me the branch number? If you apparently it's the biggest wildfire in the history of Los Angeles. So really? it's near Burbank. Yeah. Um, I think I'll be fine. Probably. Well, hopefully, um, unlike those trees, that branch doesn't catch on fire. <laughs> hopefully, just oh like God. Jay Leno's Tonight Show, it eventually goes away uh, forever. Well, let's thank some donors. I hope our uh, our brave. Firefighters work hard to put it out. Hour? <laughs> I'm not joking. Yeah, I can say hour. I guess you are paying taxes. I'm paying taxes. Yeah, you got, a social, you got a social security number and a bank account. How are you paying those taxes? With a bank account? Well, they just come right out of my uh, my paycheck. Right. Oh, out of your paycheck. Yeah. Gotcha. Where is your? What? Where do you work? Look, let's just move on to the donors. <laughs> I work. Uh, I work for the people. The people. Wow, that sounds yeah. like a real alt-right thing to say. Well, again, yeah, if, I, if am, I am fits, a member of the alt-right. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. That really yeah. escalated. Yeah, I am I'm in the alt-right. Yeah. Do you refer to them as our troops now also? Um, no, I, I don't like those guys. No, you much. haven't claimed the troops yet. No, just, just... i got to work my way up. I want, You start with the, the firemen are the easy ones. True, and then I think I think it's troops next, and then cops are like that's like the boss battle. If you can say our our boys in blue, I don't know if I'll ever get to that point. I hope you don't. Hey, one day, <laughs> you never know. If I'm talking about our boys in blue, I am watching uh, the Smurfs movie, so or the Vancouver Canucks, or oh yeah, I guess they do wear blue, or that they ba- the baked Alaska rap video also. <clears throat> Oh my god! Do we play that on the show? No, yeah. we we talked about it though. In yeah, the we can talk about group. it. Facebook. We we should play that on the show at some point. Can you? Can that be? Can that please be the music that that fades out? I would really, I would really rather not. I know, but it's so funny. And now that I've mentioned it, everyone's gonna be like, "Well, what does it sound but like?" But I feel well, like they the, can just go look. The it video up. is funnier than the song, though. Well, I, that's true. I think. That's yeah, true. just like the People visual element, it, it cannot be separated from the visual element. <sighs> that's true. I guess my favorite part of that was that all the the positive comments on it are from like ninety year old women <laughs> who are like, "Well, I never thought I'd like rap, but <laughs> here we are." Good message. Oh, and speaking of good messages, it's time to thank our donors. That was a good uh, segue. Thank you. Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money, that we know. That we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All your names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck Fuck your your parents. parents. (laughs) 
All right. Okay. Thank you to previous donor and now once again donor Connor Nealon, uh, the good boy Connor Nealon. Welcome back to the fold. Thank you, Five dollars. Welcome back to the fold. Speaking of folds, I'm going to fold that five dollar bill and put it right in my pocket. <laughs> now, uh, thank you also to Leighton O'Neill, longtime donor to the show. Uh, just donated five dollars as well. On top of the twenty, he's already donated. Oh my goodness! Thank you, Layton. Layton. Twenty dollars to twenty-five dollars. What a good man, Layton. Thank O'Neal. you so much. Thank you for that. Rohit Bati has. Uh, oh, he's uh, back. He's done yeah, it again. Keep, keeping with his uh, pledge to increase his pledge for every episode we do, he has increased his donation from one hundred five to one hundred eight, and sent us. Really, a, a nice Twitter DM here. I Justin, did like that DM. You I seem to have the I, DM I ready. I have it right in front yeah, of me. You go ahead. It's personally addressed to you, Stefan. And <laughs> Rohit Body says, Hey, Stefan, I just upped my pledge to $108. Cle- clearly, because of that, not only do I have a larger penis than Dr. Heck, but you are now officially my son. P.S. <laughs> by larger penis, what I really meant is... <laughs> it. I let my money compensate for my slightly smaller than average penis. <laughs> hey, well, man. thank you so much, Dad. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> there is. I mean, I think... Uh, I mean, maybe not on the penis front. This it's, is very. sounds like there's very little to unpack. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. It's not, I mean, I, uh, I, 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 I know where it's coming from, um, minus like the money part. Yeah, so. exactly. Right. Yeah. And lastly, uh, thank you to Duncan, I don't know, for pledging $15. He's in the t-shirt range now. He is in the t-shirt range, and uh, I have it packed up. Uh, but the, uh, the, the listen, I don't recommend saying this word, but the real bitch at Shoppers Drug Mart uh, was trying to overcharge me for the package. So now i got to drive to the old post office I used to send things from in order to, uh, in order to send it to you. So don't worry, it is coming. Duncan, you know your real name, and I'm saying it right now. It's not Duncan, but in my mind, I'm saying it. So thank you to you. You know what it is. I, I will say, obviously, Justin hasn't seen his question from this afternoon. Or uh, he has several questions, and yes, none of them are good in Justin's okay. favor. It's but fine. That's okay. He I, will, he'll I, accept the $15 donation. Yeah. Yes. But I, okay. do, I do have one thing to say before we leave. <laughs> yes. Yes. The donor segment. Yes. And that is uh, after, of course, uh, Adam Pied so successfully uh, got my goat last week. That's right. Uh, somebody, some smart Alec. Oh, that's true, actually. I for- fucking forgot about decided this. Decided that uh, they would also uh, try and get me all riled up that's on right. their exit survey as that's they canceled right. their donation. That's right. Uh, and they said that they were canceling their donation because. Justin keeps being a little bitch about getting squirted on. True, and true. I don't know who wrote that. Me. Uh, I have no idea who. I wrote, it, I wrote technically, it. it could have been me because I am a donor to the show. Yeah, who I, wrote that? I canceled my I donation. But all I would uh, ask of them is that they send me some personal detail from their own private lives that they do not want broadcast publicly so that I can <laughs> read it aloud on the show and see how they like it. Also, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, hey, person that just canceled their donation, <laughs> send a personal tidbit to Justin so he can reveal it on the yeah, show. See how you yeah. like it. That's that's a good bit, actually. We should we should have a yeah. recurring bit where people where send people us send secrets in... anonymously and we read them out on the oh, show. Oh, yeah, like a Sarah Ra situation. Yeah, but like, but mean. Yeah, and I, I think we should do that for sure. So, if you yeah, guys like have it. secrets that you want to tell oh, us, yeah. you can send us an anonymous email. Just make yeah. a burner account. Yeah, uh, it's a real good pod at gmail.com. It can be sexual. 
Uh, it can be really sexual. Yeah. And RGS. just send that to us, and we'll read it out on the air. We won't say who it's from. Obviously, you can send it from an anonymous email, like I said. Um, but this is a new bit we're doing. Thank you for inspiring me, Justin. It's called uh, The Boys Read Your Secrets. And I just, I just have one more thing to say about that. RGS post-secret. One final thing, and then we can finally move on to actually talking about sports this yes, week. let's talk about sports. Which is uh, that if you like this show, if you are a fan of this program, uh, you might think that I am a whiny little bitch, perhaps, but you are also tacitly a fan of all of the hard work I put in every single week to make this happen. There is no show if not for me and the work that I put into this. So all I ask is that you put some respect on my name or keep it the fuck out of your mouth. Oh, That's it. That's hey. all. Oh, now we're talking. I will, I will also say. Now we're talking. Of, that, I hey, I got a new segment. Justin Fist Fights Listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want to apologize. Come on down. We only had the one bonus episode last month, and I feel bad about that, but the move, and I was traveling a lot last month, and it was crazy, but we have three bonus episodes coming this month, and we're recording one right after this yeah. with Jesse Farrar. He'll be on for the entire episode. Um, that's kind of what we're pivoting towards is like bonus episodes that are kind of like normal episodes, but with like a guest on the entire time. Someone who and you really that, like and enjoy and would love to spend yeah. some extra time with. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then he'll also promote it too, which is good. Yeah. I would also like to—I I would just like to say a couple things uh, based on all these things that have just been said. <laughs> uh, okay, so number one, uh, it is true Justin works really hard for the show, and he does. it is true that he puts a lot of effort into it. It's also true that we could hire a producer to do it. Um, second um, is that uh, no, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> it's great. Uh, and second is. Um, that uh, I was available all summer, and I could have done any bonus episodes. So yeah. if you think that well, I'm like whatever. the wor- if you think that I'm like the worst person on this show or whatever, just know that I was ready. And it's dedicated. true. I also went on vacation last week. And I never I go on vacation. I just decided that I would go away for one single solitary week of the summer, and then everything. Uh fell apart on me while I was gone, but in a good way, perhaps. Might have some good news to share on hey, a future yeah. episode. Don't, don't, jinx don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Knock on wood. But just listeners, if you're out there, I need some vibes this week, and I would prefer if they were good. So, you know, send them, uh, send yeah. them this way. That's send all, some vibes. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, with that, we can move on. Do we want to talk about tennis first, or, or Stefan, should we talk about well, the Canucks for just speaking a quick of, second? Speaking of right wing... <laughs> The Canucks got Thomas Vanek. They did. Oh, yes. Hey. They did. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and this is especially notable because we are on the cusp of like a Monday Night Wars style showdown between two all sports talk radio stations here in Vancouver. And uh, the one with like the edge going into this, you know, we'll call them like the nitro of, of, the, of the gang or what have you. Uh, you know, they are... Uh, it's TSN 1050, or 1040, rather. And, um, like, literally two hours before Thomas Vanek was signed, they went whole hog with uh, Bob Marjanovic, Moj, breaking some big news, saying Thomas Vanek is not signing here. The Canucks <laughs> are out. And literally an hour and a half later, 
Uh, he did sign here, and they proceeded to delete that tweet and act like it never happened. That report. Smart move. New RGS segment, Justin Fistfights Moj. <laughs> I would do it. I know you would, I would and I would watch yeah, because no, I do put, not enjoy him. Put that on pay-per-view. I, it's crazy how in Canada, once you are in entertainment or sports, radio, like once you're in radio or entertainment, you're never out. You're never out. You gotta like you like you have to commit crime. Yeah, you have. You to. don't even have to know anything about sports. No. You can be Bro Jake, who yeah. literally is like for the non-Vancouver listeners. Bro Jake is like your morning drive time. His name's like, Bro Jake. That's clue yeah, enough exactly. as to what he's so, all about. So he, he's like the 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 morning like funny man on like classic butt rock like one oh four and like. He's a sports. He's on the sports radio station now for some reason, and has been on there for like four or five years, and doesn't know anything about sports like at all. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's on an all sports radio station. His interview segments should be sponsored by Softball City, if you know what I'm saying. Hey, are they mostly about softball? No, it's just like the easiest questions in the world because he oh. doesn't know anything to ask something that actually has any sort of edge. Or meat to it, um, but that's well, maybe here why didn't there. why did you say softball? What about easy question city? <laughs> yeah, what about uh, what about what about uh, what about pillow city? I mean, I just don't see where the softball thing is coming in because it's like he he's lobbing these easy questions over the plate, and people are just like hitting these easy questions. But I just don't know where you're getting the softball. Yeah, it's like soccer baseball. Yeah. Um, yeah, soft, soccer baseball city. But contrary to what Am mode... I, soccer, soccer baseball city. <laughs> Is your mic on, John? Yeah, I'm tapping Can you it. hear him? Can you hear him? Soccer baseball city. Oh, I said easy question city, so that's my favorite. Uh, yeah, no, that's fair. Agree but, to disagree. But contrary to Moj's report, Thomas Vanek actually did sign yes. in Vancouver. How do you guys feel about it? I think it's bad. Um, um, I don't care. It's one year. It's $2 million. Uh, if it means the young guys don't have to be around this shit show of an organization, that's fine by me. If they trade him at the deadline, that's fine by me. It's not like they're going to sign him to a long-term contract. And he's probably going to be better than Louis Erickson. Yeah. So I don't see any downside to it. Other it, than they might – do you think they might win some more games? No. It, it is really like the perfect contract for this kind of pickup. Like uh, m- my big thing over the last couple of weeks is that all of these scrubs keep getting signed to like PTOs all across the league. Ryan White is like one of the guys that got scooped up well, by Ryan by, Malone by, by Vancouver. And yeah, Ryan Malone Wait, got signed to a PTO. Not Vancouver. Who, who did he? No, Minnesota. He went to Minnesota. But regardless, guys who just have like clearly no future in the league at this point. Well, with Vancouver, I know they're signed. They're going to sign a lot of PTOs because they're going to China. That's for those true. Two games. That's true. But as you see all of these PTOs get signed, there's also one guy that you are not seeing get signed. Colin Kaepernick. And that is Yaramir Yager, who is still out there. And, like, despite the fact that he's extremely old, can definitely help every single team in the league. Like, this guy is still, he's an ageless wonder. I would have preferred that the Canucks sign Yager over Vanek, to be perfectly honest. But this, I don't know if he wants to come yeah, here. Yeah, Yager wouldn't come here. He wants, a, he, he wants he, an he opportunity. But he also doesn't like playing on the West Coast, I don't think. Like, the furthest West he's played was, like, Dallas. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a lot of travel, right? Mm-hmm. But wh- I don't know. At this point, wouldn't he just sign anywhere? No. I think he wants no, to win. No, he, aff- he can afford to be picky, I think. Yeah. He'll, I, I bet you it's he signs. Like he's getting like offers, play. though. 
I bet you he signs with Pittsburgh right before the season starts. That would be good. That'd be sick. That's, Steph- that's Stefan's lock of the uh, the day. That makes almost too much sense. Stefan, I'm frightened of how much sense you're making right now. Yes. Thank you. Well, I'll say something stupid sooner or later. So okay. Oh, okay. I, I know you will. Uh, but yeah, John, I don't think they're like the defense of this team is still so bad that they're not going to really pick up that many extra wins. That's true. They're just going to lose in a more exciting way. Like I said in the chat the other day, this is a team that's more likely to lose like 5-2 or 5-3 than like the 2 nothing games we've seen over the last like three years. Right. So they're still going to be bad, but in kind of an intriguing way. They'll still finish bottom five, like 100%. 100%. I really would love them to finish dead last just to own yeah. that history of being the first team ever to yeah. be third. And there's a chance they could. Like this team could still be really, really, really bad instead of just really, really <laughs> so I think, I don't know. We'll see. They're going to be really slow. The Sedins are a year older. It's probably their last year. They were bad. Um, they were bad last year. They were noticeably older and slower and were being asked to do way too much. Um, but who knows? Maybe you get the, the new coach bounce this year. And you got a couple, like if Besser, he might start in the minors, which I mean, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to be watching a lot of the games in person, so I don't really care, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, but your dad's still going to have season's tickets. I know, so I feel like... I don't know if put my dad through watching Thomas Vanek skate with the Sedins. Also, like, one of the worst things about this team for, like, several years now is their power play is fucking awful. 15% success rate over the last two seasons. And a guy like... Yeah, I like Justin's report card. Am I a, right? a guy like Vanek... <laughs> A guy like Sam Gagne, possibly even Alex Bermistrov. Like, these are all players who could have a positive effect on the power play not being as I just like that they have a little bit bad. of skill this year. Like, we're not going to see Jason Magna this year. Yeah. Chances are. Spisa and that's, gone. that's enough for me. So And, like, Michael Delzato is just as bad defensively as Lucas Spisa is, but he also scores, which Lucas yeah. Spisa never did. Yeah, so exactly. again, they're still going to be bad, but in like an intriguing way in that I am actually interested in watching this year. And it's not going to be just heart-wrenching, unending pain like it has been. Of like, I mean, it, it will I think be. it will be. I yeah. It's still going to be very It definitely will be, but I think it'll be like more interesting because it's like, oh, there's a bunch of new players. And like you said, any move that keeps the kids away from the team while it, we all expect it to be a disaster yeah. is, is like probably a good thing. I would say. Yeah, and, like and John, I'm trying to figure out how long Benning's contract is for. Because someone said it was four and someone said it was five. I think it was So five. I don't know. Fuck. Okay, so he has two more years after this. I'm looking it up. But we got to be getting to the point where <laughs> if they have another terrible Jim year, Benning's middle name is Elmer. Even the like, goaltending duo this year is like what I wanted to see three years ago. Except yeah, two young ex- guys. Except Anders Nilsson is better than Eddie Lack, so it's probably yeah. better than that. Anders Nilsson is probably anyways. better than Jakob Markstrom. Yeah, he, he probably is, to be honest. Yeah. So, like, so, there's a lot of I'm fine with that. There's a lot of question marks, but like in an exciting way. And I feel like we've not really talked about any of the UFA signings or really anything that connects it all summer because there's nothing to be like shriekingly negative about, and that's kind of what we do around here. It's less fun when it's like, oh. Jim actually did a good thing. But he- anyway, here's my prediction for the season is uh, it's a total shit show. Everyone gets injured. And then in April, they bring up Elias Peterson and Ole Ulevi, uh for two games or like 
you know, five games at the end of the year uh, and like burn years off their contract. Yeah. No, that'll, that'll probably. I mean, with it, the Besser thing was any indication last year, you're probably not uh, terribly off track there, unfortunately. But, uh, I was, John, I was going to draw on your Maple Leafs expertise. Sure. To say that, like, you know, draw, keep, draw keep, on me. keeping the players away from it and letting, like, a core group of young guys develop in the AHL and then all come up at the same time when the team is ready for it is probably, like, not a bad situation to be in overall. No, that's for sure. I mean, that's what they did with Willie Nylander, uh, Mitch Marner. They sent him back down to the minors. Uh, you know, they were famously patient with most of their players. And, uh, you know, you're seeing the fruits of that now. So It's like the high first-round pick slotted in immediately, and the rest of those guys all just stayed in the AHL. Well, I mean, they were, for Marner. Those are all high first picks. I yeah. mean, Marner was uh, fourth overall. Nylander was ninth. So, you know, I mean, those are high. Those are high first-round true, picks. True, true. But, but I, I mean, like, the cream of the crop, number one. Austin Matthews. Yeah. He, yeah. he obviously gets to walk <laughs> yeah, well, right on. He's an extremely good player. Yes. <laughs> he was one of the best players in the league last year <laughs> in his rookie season. So, yeah. I was uh, I was watching more Rasmus Dahlin highlights, and Svechnikov's playing in the OHL this year, too, for Ooh. Barry. Which is going to be insane. Yeah, totally. Um, Didn't his his brother year, played there too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this year's draft is is going to be ridiculous, and I'm I'm very excited that as long as the Canucks finish like bottom three, we'll get the best prospect we've had since, since the Sidians. Um, you'd hope, of course. Well, that could yeah, we'll bottom see. three could hey, still have them I, in picking they're, six. They're la- I, I I know, but I I did like their last I like their last draft. I'm on record as saying the last draft was great. Now that it seems like Judd Brackett is just doing his thing, so let's just keep that up, guys. Look at this. Anyway, some optimism. Being positive about the Canucks. Some optimism Maybe, from yeah, Real Good Show. I think it's probably just the smoke inhalation. <laughs> I couldn't find anything about Benning's contract, so just assume the worst. I remember. I think Ryan Beach said. Five instead yeah, it's, of four. It's usually well, it might five. have been four instead of three. Right. It's but, usually five, I think. But I think it is five. For, for yeah. GMs. Yeah. So I can't imagine him getting an extension unless they get Dalim this year and then he saves his job. Which Yeah, me. If if if, if Rasmus Dalim means five more years of Jim Benning, um I'll I'll take five more years of Jim Benning. And also like Jim Benning has been like pretty good lately. Okay, let's stop talking right now. <laughs> I just feel like he's the bar is so low. He hasn't done anything like mind explodingly stupid. Yeah. For like a few months. But so let's ev- not let's, ever let's since knock the on wood. Tr- ever since the trade deadline, I've liked pretty much everything that the team has done, which and, is why and, we haven't talked about it. Yeah, and so and so have I. And uh, again, that's one of my favorite things is all of the super hardcore Benning fanboys are like, Oh, interesting. You like it when he makes good moves. Isn't that a little hypocritical of you? Um, which is like, it's, it is like, it's the most Benning fanboy thing ever. It's like that you're just stuck in one mindset about everything. Yeah. Doesn't this kind of prove that maybe it wasn't just us hating Jim Benning. It was hating the moves he made. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm a really good fan. I'm a better fan than, uh, all the Jim Benning. Fans Stephen, we just got a, a late breaking story here <laughs> on the donor wire. Okay. I'm not going to play the theme song again, but. Adam Pied, the good boy himself, Whoa. has returned to the fold with a 569 wow. pledge. Adam, fantastic. You called uh, it. You knew all along that he'd come crawling back. Well, uh, and just in time for some fantastic bonus content, yeah. which we should, uh, we should hurry up this episode because we want to start the draft. 
Absolutely. With, with Jesse on board. That's yeah, true. so let's let's move right along to our clip we, of the week um, this week. Yeah, it's it's nice to see Adam donate. It's almost it's almost like it was a bit. Yeah. Close. It's almost, it's almost like it was a bit that he just canceled it and then came back. It's almost <laughs> like it. it's almost like it was it. a it's like it's almost like it was a bit that me and Adam Pied planned. <laughs> it's almost like that. It's not, but it's almost like it's something we planned for the last like two weeks. But may, almost like that. Um, but maybe not exactly, but close. Anyway, Stefan, what's your branch number? <laughs> okay, let's see. I don't like this bit. I'm gonna because it's gonna happen at some point. I'm it's gonna a good bit. It's a good tell bit. You. Stefan reveals his uh, bank <laughs> information. Um, yes, let's get to our Justin, clip of the week. Justin, here you go. Look at the camera. Okay. Oh my God! I got wow. the transit info and everything. Okay. We happy now, folks? He showed me. It happened. Yeah, it exists. It's a real thing. Um, but yes, we're going to change gears here, leave the world of hockey behind, and head on over to the uh, the clay courts. Maybe not clay no, this week. The hard court. The hard court. Which well, that sounds like basketball, basketball. But they are on playing on hard courts. Uh, and of course, uh, check in on our official tennis player. Yes, Nick Kyrgios, uh, who I believe at this point has the record for most clips of the week. Uh, I is, think so. Yeah. Is, uh, he's back on his bullshit, and he is uh, making another appearance uh, in the clip of the week. He was playing his first round match in the U.S. Open against John Millman, who's also Australian and is ranked like 290th or something. And of course, Nick is in the top 20. And um, he uh, Nick got a shoulder injury during the match and was frustrated and very clearly. Uh, said said the f word. Yeah, you they they show the video, but they don't include the audio of that portion. But he very clearly yells "fuck" yeah. loudly, very loudly, and then he is uh, reprimanded by the linesman, and he denies ever <laughs> saying the word. And we will hear that from uh, Mr. Nick Kyrgios right now. What did I say? I didn't swear at all. You said you swore. I didn't swear. I'm not. You can't give me a code, you don't even know what I said. I didn't If I didn't say it, then it's irrelevant what he said. I didn't swear. I believe you, but I need to believe him. Yeah, but I didn't say anything. No, of course, but you can't give me a code for I didn't something I didn't say. That's he said. That's Man, this is ridiculous. It's hearsay. It's ridiculous. If I didn't say it, then what he says is irrelevant. But uh, it is legitimately hearsay in that I heard him say fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like it's the actual definition of hearsay. We all heard you say it, and then you said it. It's like, uh, it's like getting in trouble with your babysitter. And yeah. then when your parents come home, being like, well, you weren't here, so technically it didn't happen. Yeah, or just like, oh, well, oh, okay, you're going to believe Elaine? You're going <laughs> to believe her over me? I would never say fuck to Elaine. <laughs> same deal. It's exactly the same deal. Now, he went on to have a pretty explosive press conference. Yeah, he had another classic well. Nick Kyrgios press conference. He had some beautiful quotes uh, where he was asked. He's been working with uh, former player Sebastian Grosjean, uh, has been his coach, and he was asked about his partnership uh, with uh, Grosjean, and he basically <laughs> said that 
Grosjean is better, too good for him. And he says, I honestly don't know. I'm not good enough for him. He's very dedicated. He's an unbelievable coach. He probably deserves a player that is more dedicated to the game than I am. He deserves a better athlete than me. I'm not dedicated to the game at all. And then he went on to <laughs> he went on to describe because uh, in Cincinnati the hard court warm up for the U.S. Open he made the final he beat Rafa Nadal again uh, and uh, he was saying that he didn't do anything different in fact he didn't really prepare for Cincinnati at all just happened to do well just wing, winging it. yeah he said in Cincinnati I was not doing anything different I was probably less dedicated than I was this week I was playing basketball at Lifetime Fitness every day for two hours like I played an hour of basketball before I played David Ferrer in the semifinal I was going to get ice cream like this graders place getting a milkshake every day I was less dedicated and this week I was dedicated and my shoulder starts hurting, so I don't know. I keep letting people down. I think there's a clear lesson to be learned here, whereas if you just keep it loose and limber and have a good time, it's all good. Yeah. But if you try to take it seriously, then uh, you know you might stress yourself out. I mean, I think for him that certainly seems to be uh, that certainly seems to be the case. He sounds like he sounds like a podcast host to yeah. me because when I when I like put effort into this and like think about what I'm going to talk about before the show, it's like it's it's all like, stilted and weird. But if I get high and play video games for like six <laughs> hours a day of, it's just like the best content ever. So <laughs> let me decide what I did this morning. What video game were you playing? Uh, I, I'm not gonna say. Wow, Leisure Suit Larry. No, I was playing World of Warcraft. Ooh. What? <laughs> what? You're getting back into WoW? Well, because I have a computer that can like run it now. So oh, it's uh -oh. free. And like up to a certain point. I guess Hearthstone has kind of kept you tangentially connected to that word. Exactly. World, so right it's here. kind of interesting seeing some of my favorite Hearthstone cards in the game. You know, it's like uh, it's like running into a celebrity at a bar. Yeah. Sorry. Well, it's not like that at all. But, <laughs> but uh, it's kind of like a job interview, also. Not uh, not you gaming, but Nick Curios's no. like approach. Whereas I feel like if I go into a job interview and I don't care about getting the job at all, I always get it. And if like I've put a lot of pressure that I need to have this, it's, mm -hmm. it never works out ever. So, uh, you know, just some life lessons to be learned from yeah. uh, our favorite tennis player over there. And, of course, uh, the tennis courts have also been exploding with uh, the new Canadian sensation. Yeah. El Chapo. El Chapo. Let's, okay, for this segment, while we talk about El Chapo, let's come up with a better nickname than El Chapo. Uh, can you, though? I like, mean... Like, I realize there's been some blowback. There's people that just hate the constant use of El Chapo because it's kind of all over Twitter. Well, it's all... But Brad Gilbert is calling him Shapstick. Yeah, and that's somehow worse. Which is way worse. I'm going to go with Chapeau Trap House. <laughs> that's gimmick infringement. It's a, it's a little easy, but I think uh, I think it works. And it's like a good it's a nickname based off something cool. So yeah, I think it's a good nickname. But it's the same thing. Uh, no, it's actually Chapeau. different. No, it's different. No, it's the same guy. It's the same thing. I mean, I know, I know what you're saying, but it's not. <laughs> they, they, but it is, but they it is put their own spin the on it, so it's completely different. Like a yeah, their ball. own their own backspin. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But uh, you he, said the tennis ball thing first. Yeah, he now gets to wear the burden of Canada, as Jeannie Bouchard uh, called it, and that it's called it's called the Order of Canada. <laughs> No, she. We didn't talk about this, but this was our other official tennis player. 
getting in some hot water like a month ago. Talking about just yeah, like she got in some hot water at the U.S. Open shower with Nick Kyrgios <laughs> and then got a concussion. Uh, that was cold water, actually. Was it, oh, was she it cold? Sli- she slipped on melted ice. Oh, melted ice. Uh, after having melted a, ice is warm water. After having yeah. an ice bath, she got out and just slipped and conked on the old noggin there. And well, the ice is the melting, same. it's warm. Anyway, I'm going to go grab another Pacifico. Pacifico. La Cerveza del Pacifico. <laughs> you want one? Do you, guys, you want one, Justin? Yeah, I would love one. Grab okay, two. I've got, two. A, uh, I've got a ginger uh, beer. A, a co- I got a cock and bowl ginger beer. He does. Nice. I will grab two beers, Justin, but uh, they're both for me. Oh. So. But yeah, Jeannie got I'll drink in a, one in your honor. Jeannie got in a bunch of trouble for saying that it's not always fun to be like the entire focal point of the whole country of Canada. Right. She said, called it the burden of Canada. As I said, yeah. And then yeah. Canada kind of like proved her right immediately by just jumping all over that. Yeah. And like, oh, we're not that bad. Yeah. We're pretty, we're nice. Hey, you, you have a extremely good situation here where we all pay attention to you. So fuck you. Take it. Like, exactly. You know what? I feel like you should want someone new to come along to take that place and just leave you be to be the player that you are without that kind of pressure. Yeah. But everyone treated it as, like, the biggest possible slap in the face that she could possibly send to every, like, supporter that she's ever had. It's like, but you are not being supportive when you're telling her that she's a huge piece of shit for not turning out to be the player that you thought she was going to be. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, just a little interesting thing with her. And you know what? I, th- I feel like the treatment that she gets is tainted by the fact that she is a beautiful young woman because the media just wants her to be Canada's sweetheart. Yeah, of course. And like, But if you talk to people who know her, they will tell you that <laughs> is not the case. But like, to be the kind of player to live up to that mantle also, whereas like, she's just going to be who she is, and she's a fucking human being, so that's fine, I think. Yeah, it is fine. Yeah. I like to think so, anyways. Anyways, there's no controversy here, as we all agree with each other, as often happens. Um, So let's uh, move on, I suppose, to the top three questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murder in CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. Now, I John. Like we, I feel like we should update the insults yeah, I, on that. I feel like we should, too. It's yeah. a little yeah. dated at this point. Yeah. Um, but regardless, John, you're picking the questions on the fly this I week. I have. I am. We offered double points because I forgot to put up a question notice earlier in the day. Uh, so there was a one-hour time limit, so we had to squeeze all the questions. Out. I'm going to say. But did the listeners come through? They did. There were a lot of really good questions that I think will be excellent on a future mailbag. As you guys could tell, the last mailbag was really good, and we had a lot of good questions. So thank you for that. Um, for the for the 200 point question, because again we're doubling the point values this week, um, I am going to keep it. Uh, I'm going to keep it real simple. This question comes in from Sam, a longtime listener of the show, one of the seven girls named Sam that listens to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Sam. I think at we have one boy Sam and like yeah. ten girl Sam. Sam Rushton is the boy Sam, yes, right? He's the only one. Sam Emmanuel, Sam Anderson, Sam Parrot, Sam Smith Pelly. Uh, that's not her actual last name, but 
you know, there's a lot of them. Twitter. Yeah, that's a, that's four just off the top of my head that I can think of immediately. The many Sams of RGS. The many Sams of RGS. Indeed. The real good Sams. The real good Sams. There. You know what? They we should they should have a comp, some kind of competition <laughs> to determine the best Sam, and only one may continue to listen. Well, we know Sam Anderson quit listening, so uh, we. Can, no, she still listens. Oh, quit donating. So in my mind. Doesn't. That's fine. Quit listening. Doesn't. She's going to start again because the next bonus episode is going to be fantastic. That's true. Absolutely. Um, so this question comes in from Sam at Smith Pelly. What are your thoughts on marching bands? Now, this is a loaded question. This is a loaded question because Sam is in the University of Oregon marching band. Do we know what well, instrument she plays? Let me change my answer and say I think they're good. <laughs> I, uh, I actually don't know what instrument she plays. We talked about it. Maybe I'll see if I can find out because we talked about it once in, in DMs. But, uh, Ooh, you're sliding into the DMs, are you? Uh, well, because we were talking about the fact that she was busing from Oregon. And I felt really horrible of for course. her. So and then you were like, so marching band, eh? Uh, yes, exactly. That's, and then you're, that's and then you're, me. And then you're like, what are your branch numbers? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's your social security number? <laughs> oh, shit. I just realized that we still got to have Mocha only on the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah. He's in the DMs. He's in Vancouver. By, by Sam. No, that'll happen soon. Um, okay. I know. I don't remember. It must have been some exchange that we had publicly, I not th- DM. Regardless, uh, we all agree that the national anthem before sporting events usually needless and unnecessary. And I like it's not usually the marching band doing that before the game. They're kind of an intermission special, right? I yes. like to think. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know much about marching bands. It's kind of an American thing. Those, well, know. there's like the college bands that are playing constantly, and I, I that stuff is awesome. It's awesome, and I like drum lines kick ass. I love. Yeah. I mean, I'm a drummer, so I'm a little bit biased, but I I love that shit. And then like the the universities that go all out with the crazy choreography and stuff, like mm-hmm. it's a it's a serious jam. Like I know my buddy played in the UCLA band, and uh, they do so much traveling and a lot of work, and it's. It's a serious deal. So um, I, I am no sarcasm, no bias because Sam asked the question. I'm actually, I think they're good. Um, my only exposure to this sort of thing in person was when I was doing play-by-play for the BC High School Provincial Basketball Championships. Right. And one of the schools, might have been Brookswood, uh, who were just dominant when uh, Aislinn Koenig or Koenig or whatever yeah. was there. Uh, they brought their marching band to the games and like during intermission they came out and did their right. thing which is like a small gym it's I was not gonna say, yeah. a massive arena but it's still super awesome well so if you liked that I mean the University of Oregon marching band would make the Brookswood marching band look like kindergartners hitting drums exactly yeah exactly um, it's, the- a, it's a very special thing in person that I feel like might not translate to television every time yeah, that's true. It is definitely better in person. It's a cool thing. Like, you know, when uh, when uh, Brooke and I were together and she was going to the University of Oregon, I, we went to a few sports games and, and it was always added a lot to the atmosphere, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I will just say I like marching bands. I think they're good. Uh, this has nothing to do with the question, uh, but the draft order has been released for oh, the live draft. Yes. For the RGS Football League. Justin, you are picking second. I am picking third, and John, you are picking fourth. Ooh. Oh, all three, all three of us, right in a row. I like that. Three in a row. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Next. Yeah, but qu- it's good. They're good. They're good. I yeah. mean, you always get some sort of like uh, big band spin on like some current pop hit that usually sounds better than the song itself. So yeah, I give it the old. 
JMO, thumbs up, Perfect. seal of approval. All right, next question comes in from Rohit Bhatti, a longtime donor, a great man. Uh, he says, if you woke up one morning and your wife told you she slept with an athlete and she is pregnant and keeping the baby, uh, which athlete would you choose to be the father under the context that you would now be the child's illegitimate father? I, You raised the baby as your own. Yes, you raised the baby as your own, but it is an athlete's baby. Mm. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, why? It would be really funny. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Can't argue with that. Uh, uh, I was trying to think of like funny people I could say right now, and the, the first one that popped into my head was Richie Incognito. <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to go down that route. Uh, I will, I will pick uh, Colin Kaepernick, a good principled young man who's, who laid it all on the line and then laid it with my wife as well, apparently. Uh, and you know what? He made a big sacrifice uh, for the greater good, and I suppose I will now have to do the same as well. So uh, I will raise Cap's baby as my own. Sure, why not? All right. He'll have I'm, good hair, too. Better than mine. I'm going to say Steph Curry. Ooh. Because uh, he's good at lots of sports. And his baby he's, is so cute. His baby's very cute. He's cute. He's very rich. So he's obviously going to be paying a lot in child support, which is nice. And he's a short man for an athlete. So he might kind of have a small dick and maybe didn't please my wife that much. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like just a real all-encompassing package. And yeah, if your kid is even half as cute as Riley Curry, I feel oh, like you got a good kid I'm winning, going on I'm there. winning it. Yeah, we're, our kid is also going to be named Riley Curry. <laughs> Riley Curry Cullen. <laughs> but we're going to spell Riley slightly different. Riley Curry is all one word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Riley Curry Cullen. <laughs> um, and our number one question <laughs> of the week uh, comes in from uh, Jakob Fan. And I believe, based on his Twitter profile picture, the Jakob in question is Jakob Zborl, uh, who was drafted by the Boston Bruins in that famous, oh, shit, they could get Barzal, Connor, and Shillington here. Um, and uh, Tylington, I think. No, it's Shillington. Uh. Um, I, you'd really think I would say Shillington when it looks like Kylington. Not I thought it was Kylington too. It's definitely Shillington. Anyway, you'd uh, think it would be an X then, not a K. But it's Swedish, I guess. That's how they pronounce They're it. They're pretty fucked up yeah, over there. Yeah, those fucked up Swedes. <laughs> anyway, uh, his question is, and so I, he asks it, and this is worth six hundred points. He asks it, uh, giving us two specific athletes. So I'm gonna, we'll answer it, featuring the two athletes, and then we'll just go athletes in general who we think might say this. Okay. Uh, so he asks. More likely to drunkenly text a cousin across the room at family Christmas that they look really good. <laughs> Matthew Kachuk or Max Domi. I like that he's going second generation players on both well, I'm, sides. I mean, I'm assuming there. it just says Kachuk yeah. or Domi, yeah. but I'm guessing it's, it's got to be. I'm going to say Kachuk because his cousin is more likely to be attractive. Oh, okay. Like that's not, not bad. look like not look like not a have, Domi. Yeah, not have Ty Domi's genetics. Like the Ty Domi genes are not uh, kind genes. But Domino's Pizza. Well, Ma I, I will say Max. Max is Max is a good-looking dude. But I'm just saying, like, if if, if they look like Ty is not, I think we can all say that. Max, oh, I think, yeah. is a guy. Ty, not an attractive man. Ty, not, Ty, you don't see players who look like him in the league anymore. It kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because they were all just like the weird guys who fought mostly. Yeah. And that's 
God. That look like no. weirdos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's too many handsome players these days. Yeah, let's get no, it. It's, it's a real bullshit. problem. Yeah, it's bullshit. We need more ugly athletes. Yeah, make hockey ugly again. Yeah. Bring back the <laughs> Mike Ricci's. That's why Brad- Yeah, Mike Ricci was picked like fourth overall or some shit. That's yeah. why something like that. That's why Brad Marchand is so uh, valuable. Yeah, and like he's, Eric he's bringing it back. I respect Brad Marchand for being ugly. <laughs> I, I will respect him for that. Like Eric Goodbranson, man, gets every opportunity in life and was drafted third overall like almost entirely on the basis that he's so handsome that he looks like a hockey player botchford uh wrote something about that uh last year yeah straight up confirmed not even confirmed but but he was like it was sourced come on it was yeah anyway it was it was interesting and it makes sense yeah uh, should we should we move on because we have about 10 minutes until the draft i'm gonna go with matthew kachuk here as well uh because that's kind of his thing is to yeah. be a, a bit of a shit disturber and and do the wrong thing um that's true i'm going with i'm going with kachuk uh as well and as a, as a bonus answer i'm gonna say that he has also texted that to johnny Gaudreau. <laughs> uh and so let's uh, i and since i had to go last in this one i'm going to go first in the overall athlete and i'm going to say that i think this is the right answer without question the athlete most likely to do this is rob gronkowski Oh, mm. yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Johnny Manziel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's he has, he's more he more likely to, to be high. There's nothing to lose at this point. And it's it's more likely that he would be like high, you know, like just if like kind yeah. of maybe forget that it's his cousin, sort of. Like, just like yeah, if you saw if you saw a headline that was like Johnny Manziel fucked his cousin, you'd be like, well, that's like the logical conclusion. Yeah, that's like fair. yeah, yeah. The final yeah. narrative arc here, and you'd yeah. you'd almost be like, well, at least it wasn't his sister. You know, like it'd be yeah. like he still has the room to get worse. Yeah, exactly. I almost picked him last round. I'm gonna almost pick him again right now. Richie Incognito, still pretty probably high on this list as yes, well. I think that's yeah. Probably true. I agree with that. One. But, Good choices all around. But I'm gonna go with Tim Tebow because I feel like he just has a lot oh. of like pent up horniness oh, that, is, that is just like misdirected in multiple it's like, oh, it's like an accident. I mean there's it definitely doesn't... a subset of Christian people that think that it doesn't count as losing your virginity if you bang your family what alright moving on <laughs> That, yeah, it probably that, has to exist. I, well, maybe. I mean, I don't. I'm not I mean, saying yeah, I know that for sure. There's people who like handle snakes and stuff. I guess there's all sorts of different religious twists out there. Exactly. Uh, but with that, we will move along to everyone's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch, the cherry on top of our cynical Sunday that hasn't really been that cynical this week. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? I'm going to go with a movie, and I'm going to go... I saw it when I was in Vancouver last week, and I saw it again uh, with Rob, because he really wanted to see it uh, yesterday. It's called Ingrid Goes West. Oh, um, fuck, I want to see that. It's it's extremely funny, it's extremely dark, and it's the only movie I've ever seen to like understand social media. And, that, like, that's the what, Aubrey what Plaza movie? Yeah, where she starts stalking Elizabeth Olsen's uh, Instagram influencer character, and it's it's really fucking funny. All right. Yeah, I, I want to see that. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. I'm going to recommend a video game. Uh, it is called Everybody's Golf, um, and it is uh, by the makers of uh, Hot Shots Golf, 
And uh, if you ever liked Mario Golf or if you ever liked Hot Shots Golf, it's a very similar kind of like... Hot Shots, a classic yeah, it's from awesome. back in the day. So it's kind of that like arcade style of uh, arcade style of golf game. And I got into it because of uh, your your pals, Josh Custodio and, and Maddie. And uh, I don't know his last Matt name. Matt Prince. Matt Prince. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, and Daniel Cazetto. We were all kind of talking about it on Twitter. So I got it and I've been playing the shit out of it and I like it a lot. They are not alone and you are not alone because it seems like every single time i'm on ps4 all of my online friends list every single person is playing everybody's golf it's super fun so yeah i'd recommend it check it out everybody's golf uh i'm going to recommend a little bit of music this week the full album is uh not available as of yet but uh they are putting out a a record together later this year it's uh two people who i like very much on their own who are combining to one uh duo uh, it's, and me and, it's me and John. It is. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to your guys' album together. No, uh, it, it kind of like encapsulates like the meritocracy of rock and roll and that they're both just kind of plain-looking weirdos who are really good at playing guitar. Uh, and that is, of course, Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile, uh, who are wonderful alone and even better together. The song is called Over Everything, uh, and the album is out later this year. I'm really looking forward to this record. I really, really like both of these people on their own. They have both, in fact, in the past, been outro songs two episodes uh, mm. over the course of the last couple of years that we've been doing this thing. And together, they will be our outro song this week as well. So uh, look forward to that and uh, look forward to a little bonus episode of us doing a fantasy football draft, which we are about to record in eight minutes' time. And we With, be- uh, with special guest Jesse Farrar. Yeah, Jesse Farrar, the old football coach, will be doling out advice throughout the entire thing. This is our first of three bonus episodes this month. So head on over to www.patreon.com patreon.com slash real good show kick us some shekels uh to get access to that and some i feel like shekels i feel like i have not uh made the case that i'm a very poor person recently but <laughs> i do want to say uh that that the we don- should start doing a video podcast then that the donations <laughs> of late where you show how poor you are it's like the reverse of mtv's cribs yeah the- mtv's bibs uh the donations of late bibs. did yeah, help it's just me. like justin wearing a bib Okay. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, exactly. They really, really helped me pay my car insurance this year. So thank you very much for helping me do that. I very much appreciate it. But with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate is uh, no one. Would be my brother, I guess, but he's not around. Kevin Morissette, shout out to you, my friend. <laughs> Our interns this week are the fine folks at SeatGeek, a very progressive company staffed entirely by females. Promo code real good gets you $20 off your first purchase over there. Like I said, if you want to support the show, www.patreon.com slash realgoodshow. Find us on Twitter at realgoodshow. The Facebook group is a ton of fun. Facebook.com slash groups slash realgoodshow. Realgoodshow.com is the website as well. You can find videos and photos of all of the things we talk about each and every week over on the blog right there. And with that, uh, until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. What is your Wonderful branch number? What is your branch number of your bank account? Fantastic brand of pistachios. That's your branch That's number. Your bird. Yes, it is. That's my yeah. branch number. All right, let's uh, uh, let's get Jesse. On this. Let's stop this recording and get Jesse on this motherfucking call. Speaking See you guys of, later. Speaking of branches, though, do you know that Michelle Branch just married Patrick Carney from the Black Keys? That's Keys? so weird.
You I do love, now. I love Michelle Branch, though. She's everywhere to me. She's, yeah. That might a, be the other one, though. I would walk a thousand miles. How do I, uh, how do I share this hangout? Do I just copy the link? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, bye. soul around I wanna dig into my guitar bend the blues riff that hangs over everything I'm by myself and it's daytime cause down under wherever it is I'll live when it's evening you know I speed read the morning news and come up with my About all the other things Like a big old ominous cloud In my periphery
I didn't swear at all. You said you swore. I didn't swear. You can't give me a code. You don't even know what I said. If I didn't say it, then it's irrelevant what he said. I didn't swear. That's he said. That's... Man, this is ridiculous.